feel like this is going to be an episode where I need an introduction <laughs> before we jump in, um, mostly because of the upcoming week. I also know that episodes used to come out on Fridays um, or Sunday. Saturdays at the latest and now it's kind of been like Sunday nights and there's even been like a Monday night here lately. This one I think is going to be a Monday night because there's a little something I want to include at the beginning of this one after the boring introduction. So it'll be tomorrow night for this one's up, but it's whatever. Um, So I do want to just kind of point out that it is starting to seem like it takes me an entire weekend to kind of be able to just have the time to do everything that I want to do for this. So, you know, just a heads up, there might be some times where it's on a Friday, might be some times where it's a Sunday, very rarely would it be a Monday, but just be on the lookout for that, I guess. I am, I hate to do this advertising thing, but if you're still listening on SoundCloud, if that's the way you've found the podcast, we also are, we we are also on um, Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. And on there, you can like sign up to follow if this is something that you feel like is worthwhile to follow, which I appreciate if you do. And then there's also an Instagram account that I have that I really need to like start being a little more dedicated to. It's been a very roller coaster type of month or two or multiple, but. I don't know. I I, I do want to have that account be more than what it is currently. Anyway, that's all stuff that I don't even know why I'm talking about because it feels so awkward, but we'll get past that. So this week, one of my brothers is getting married, the youngest one. The middle one is already married. So, but yeah, so I will be out of town for most of this week and the weekend. I do have a laptop. And this mic that I have is definitely portable. I want to do something somewhat special for this weekend's possible upload. But I don't quite know if it's going to happen or not. If it does, I'm hoping that it'll be really interesting. And (laughs) I don't even know how that's going to go. But regardless, I'm going to try to do something for this weekend. But... Just to give y'all a heads up, you know, if you don't hear anything from this weekend, it's probably just because wedding and the beach and all of that good stuff. Going to my brother's wedding, it's going to involve going back home. So it'll be an interesting few days for sure. There's definitely going to be tension, trauma, all kinds of wonderful stuff. So looking forward to that. But I just wanted to kind of give a heads up. Um, Not that anybody's like, oh my God, where is my constellations fix? But, you know, just in case there is somebody out there that is like, man, where is he at? But anyway, that's enough of me talking. Let's jump right into the wonderfulness of this episode. Today, we have a very special guest for a little short interview my son, how are you doing today? Good. <laughs> what did you do today? Um, I've been playing games. Okay, do you uh, maybe happen to go to the park? Yeah. What did you do at the park? Having fun. <laughs> That's good. 
Sure, we'll let our audience member talk. I love swinging in the in the parking with the swings. Sweet, that sounds awesome. So, how does it feel being the first interview on Constellations? Um, I'm eating McDonald's too much. <laughs> okay. Well, would you consider yourself a stargazer? I love, I love watching I love watching PJ Masks. You love watching PJ Masks. Awesome. So, what do you want to be when you grow up? Daddy. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you normally do during the day? I I love walking around ever if I can. You love walking around forever if you can. Okay. What were your favorite subjects in school last year? I love, I love playing tennis. Play centers. What do you do at the play centers? Play with all the cars and they got all the signs and all the people toys. Sweet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, who's your favorite superhero? Mm, Dr. Eggman. Eggman from Sonic? That's a bad guy. <laughs> who's your favorite superhero? Um... What superheroes does it have? Well, there's uh, Batman, Spider-Man, Catboy from PJ Masks, um, Superman, there's uh, <laughs> Iron Man. <gasps> Batman. Batman, that's a good answer. Give it here. Is it possibly because you have that Batman tower? Yeah, I love flying with it, though. Cool. What are some things that you don't like? I I don't like plucking my toys. <laughs> That's a good answer. So, finally, what do you think about your daddy? Being good. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite thing about daddy? I, I love helping daddy doing stuff with his pewter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Um, I... I love playing my laundry and pounding in the 100 Mario prices. So you love playing Mario Odyssey and getting power moons and finding 100 Mario places. Yeah. It's, a, it's a called Peach's Castle, Princess Castle. And I'll talk to the little girl. He gave me a bunch of pounds. I shipped to my ship. And it, and it says 1,000. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, can you do one thing for me? Yeah. Can you say, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, can you say, goodbye, stargazers. Goodbye, stargazers. All week, I had plans to talk about a certain topic, but I just wasn't sure on the direction that I wanted to take. When I sat down to really start processing what I wanted to do this week, I looked at my five-year-old and I was like, hey, what do you think we should talk about this week? And he looks at me and he says, <laughs> well, he says his name. And it was just confirmation to me that what I was planning on was the right topic. As hard as it is to imagine right now, there was a time of my life where I wasn't a dad. Life before my son seems like such a long time ago. We were so 
<laughs> irresponsible back then. Just two kids in love, only focused on being with each other. Spontaneous living was the definition of our free time. Living for the moment could have been our motto. After about a year or so of living back with my parents, I had that wonderful experience of being able to move back away from them. I started working at a place where I was doing all right. It was hard work, but simple. And I was quick enough to meet the expectations that were placed on the workers. Eventually, we started to feel like things were going pretty well. And because of that, I brought something up to my wife. We were married for about five years with it just being us. We had talked before about having kids or if we wanted them, but we never really had like a serious conversation about it. We were just both really happy being together And we didn't really feel like there was a need to have children at the time, especially back when things were so turbulent. Um, Financially, we weren't always great. Alongside that, I would think about my childhood, about the thoughts of suicide and the desires that I just wish I never existed. I remember the sadness, the anger, and just disappointment of existence. I didn't want to violate someone and make them feel the same things and the same ways that I felt violated by just being brought into this world. The world is also a very hard place sometimes. You hear about all these awful things that happen and the evil that traumatizes so many lives. You've also got climate change, the fact that this world is going to be even more of a difficult place to live in, thanks to the sins of humanity's greed. All of this pretty much made up my mind on having kids. I didn't want to bring them into this. But then I experienced a story that really just kind of impacted the idea of having a child. Realizing that there's a possibility of love that you could provide to a child and the hope that they could bring to the world. I eventually decided to bring up the possibility of having a kid to my wife and started a serious conversation around that idea. I remember exactly where we were and what we were eating when we were talking about this. It was a nice moment that resulted in me surprising the both of us by saying that I think I'm open to the idea of having kids. That it was something that I would like to experience with her. I've said it before and I'm probably going to be saying it again. But 2013 was a really big, just eventful year. Um, And we took our first pregnancy test in February. We weren't trying to have kids, but (laughs) then again, I mean, you know, we weren't taking all the measures to not have them either. I think that I mentioned earlier that we were a bit irresponsible. Um, But my wife was getting sick a lot. 
and it had been a while since she had cramps during a particular time of month. So it was just a mixture of feeling terrified and excited at the same time. But eventually, um, she did have the test, and it came back negative. It kind of surprised us a bit just because of you know, what she was going through during that time, but we just went back to trying to live life as normal. She um, set up a, an interview for a job a few weeks after that. Um, and when she pulled into the parking lot and she opened the car door, she threw up. She canceled the interview, met me after work, where we ended up at a store buying another test. While waiting for the results, her and I we were just on the couch together. We held each other, trying to help us both through the storm of emotions that we were feeling at the time. It felt like life was on hold for the first few minutes that we waited through. She got up and went to go check, and she came out. She looked at me and, well, the test was now showing positive. I was so excited, scared, happy, worried, and aware. Life was permanently going to change for us. We were now responsible for another life. It was up to us to give this life a great childhood and help them develop into a great person. It was surprising where we were all of a sudden. (laughs) I actually had people say to me that they couldn't imagine me as a dad. I think mostly because I was a very (laughs) in-the-moment kind of person. But that was probably because the future terrified me. This was the same year that I had finally accepted that I didn't believe in God. It was also the same year that I realized that there's something going on with me mentally. And it wasn't just because I was a quote-unquote bad Christian. I had started to become more healthy. But once we discovered that we were pregnant, and that I was about to have a kid, it became much more important to me to lose the weight. My family is filled with high blood pressure, diabetes, heart problems. I didn't want to continue that. And I don't know, it it might sound silly, but I, I just felt responsible for being healthy for my kid. I also felt like if I'm not going to get healthy now, I was never going to become healthy once the kid showed up. At work, there were times where they would ask for people to volunteer for overtime. Now that I had a kid on the way, now that I was responsible for another life, I became a person I never imagined myself to be. The kind of person who volunteers for fucking overtime. We needed money, and I don't have the kind of family where I can just easily depend on them for assistance. So it was up to me to make sure that I did what I could to provide for my wife and kid. I guess this was just another part of my life where I was just able to put myself on the back burner pretty easily. I had these things that I needed to do 
because it was up to me to make sure that everything was going to work out. With all of the worry of the future, along with the dedication to just making sure the people that I care about are taken care of, it was easy to say that I didn't matter. They did. We easily came up with a girl name, but we struggled to come up with a boy name. We loved our girl's name so much that we were kind of, I mean, I'm not going to lie, hoping that we were going to have a girl just so that we could use the name that we loved so much and avoid the complicated hunt for a boy's name. We struggled <laughs> to agree on any kind of name for a boy. Um, but of course, when we found out that it was going to be a boy, we were still so very excited about our baby. I don't know what it was, but just coming up with a great boy name was incredibly difficult. Eventually, I was uh, given the task by my wife to decide on what the, the name of the, the boy was going to be because she would come up with these suggestions and I was just like, these are awful ones. And um, she was very, very adamant that we had to have a name for the boy as quickly as possible. And so eventually I just kind of went through and, and looked up meanings of names and I just wanted him to have a name that was really cool and carried a really awesome meaning. And what we eventually came up with was so great that even his initials <laughs> are amazing. I was so excited to become a dad. I really couldn't wait to meet my son and to hold him in my arms. I uh, <laughs> I had this dream um, where he was born and he was still just very, very young. And we were at like this amusement park and it was just me and him. We were walking around and he's possibly not even a year yet. And he's like talking with me. We're carrying on conversations with like, you know, it's me talking to this miniature human. And um, I don't know. I just remember vaguely like in the dream, we were climbing up some kind of like rope net thing. I don't know. It was a weird dream, but I, it was just like I was so excited. And he was just always constantly on my mind. And the the idea of having a child and and being able to communicate with him and I don't know. It was just, it, it meant a lot to me. And, you know, me being me, there was just a lot of worry on my end about being a bad father. Worry that I would hurt my kid to the point where he's as fucked up as I am. But I just, I felt this love for him. This feeling of hope. And like, like a bond for someone that I was still waiting to meet. I don't know how to explain it, but he was already such an important part of my life. And he was someone I loved so deeply and someone who could maybe give me a purpose, maybe make me a better person through the love that I have for him. Along with that anxiety about me being a dad, I also was terrified that we were going to lose him. I thought maybe something would happen with the pregnancy or something awful would happen with the birth. 
I was so anxious and just couldn't wait for him to be here, not only to have him with us, but to be able to keep him safe. <laughs> I, I really can't emphasize enough just how scared I was that something was going to happen. Anyway, as we got closer and closer to the due date, things were still changing for me. I interviewed for a job that was actually going to be in a place where I could have a career. I could make more money than I ever had, and there was actually room to move up and advance. This interview was a big fucking deal to me. Sitting in the lobby, just taking it all in, so much wrote on this. All of the testing that I did up until that point, the phone interview that I had to go through, all of that went great. And all I had left was this big interview. And um, it went great, too, uh, for the most part. I mean, maybe not all of it was great. Um, <laughs> the first in-person interview that I had was with this manager and a consultant and the first question that they asked me was to tell them about myself. And I don't know if it was the nerves or what, but literally, I swear, literally in every sense of the word, I reply with, well, I'm awesome. Mm. <laughs> Luckily for me, they laughed. And I laughed, and it just kind of helped calm my nerves down for the rest of the interview. Um, I still can't believe I've got a job after saying I'm awesome <laughs> in an interview. And as I'm sure that I've mentioned way too many times before, I also lost my grandfather in 2013. In July, my uh, birth month, he passed away. And the sadness of him never meeting my son, how much it hurt to know that my son was never going to be able to experience his personality, his smile, the way he can care for you. My son wasn't even born yet, and he was already missing out. And it was another chance to put more onto myself. Not only do I need to be a great dad, but I also need to feel the absence of just having such an impactful person in his life. Someone that my son deserved to have in his life. Fast forward a little bit, and it was getting close to the time for him to come around. We were so ready for him to be here. And the day before he came, we walked all over downtown, trying to do whatever we could to bring about his arrival. It worked really well because as of that morning at like three o'clock, <laughs> my wife wakes up and she wakes me up and she tells me that she thinks she needs to go to the hospital. Something y'all need to know, I am not a morning person at all. <laughs> I'm pretty much like a zombie when I first get up. I'm nearly always extremely groggy and I move way too slow. <laughs> I may or may not even make groans and other undead-like noises when trying to wake up. This morning, though, even at 3 o'clock in the morning, I jumped right out of bed 
and I had everything ready to go. I was all over the place, and I helped her into the car, drove her over to the hospital, ran in, took care of literally everything, and they confirmed that he was, in fact, on his way. We were in the delivery room for hours. I'm unable to sit still. I'm walking all over the place. My stomach is cramping, either from the lack of food or just from the extreme nerves. I couldn't wait any longer, and this was an all-day event. We waited and waited and waited some more. She was in pain with contractions, and they started asking her about taking an epidural, and she jumped on that so fast. They bring in the needle, and they have me in scrubs, and I'm standing in front of her while they're doing their thing behind her, And this is when I start feeling really kind of queasy and sick. I don't know if it was because of this being extremely real now and, you know, this is actually happening or if it was just the smell. I remember the smell of, I don't know, like latex. I don't know if my senses were just so heightened because I was so on edge, but yeah. There was it was there was just something that just kind of didn't sit right. After additional hours of waiting, it was finally go time. It was happening. This was it. Emergence day, as I like to call it. And it was time for life to never be the same again. Supposedly, I cried. My wife likes to bring this up every so often. All I know is it felt like forever before I could hold him. They cleaned him off and they gave him to his mother, which makes total sense. But I was so eager to have him in my arms. And he was so small, so soft, and he fit perfectly in my arms. It had been a while since I felt this overwhelmingly happy. He had already made such an impact on my life and was another reason among a long list of reasons of why I love my wife. She carried him for nine months and brought him to us. And I was finally important in the world. I was his dad. I've talked about the entire drama surrounding the next few days after his birth with both my parents and parents-in-law So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it here, but the following days and weeks were a testament of how willing I was to stand up for my son, to do what I thought was best for him, and to not let anyone else impact that. My parents especially (laughs) were great at adding pressure onto us, even after all of the initial drama. They were very outspoken on how we should discipline and how much we were negatively impacting our son. I wouldn't have him circumcised. I wouldn't spank him. And when he cried, I tried to help soothe him. And I kind of feel like my parents felt as though just because I was treating my son this way, I was making a statement against their parenting. And while my goal is not to parent at all like they did, I wasn't trying to make a statement about them. 
something they struggle with understanding, I think, is that this isn't about them anymore. I don't give a fuck about their feelings or their opinions. And now it means even less with my son at stake. (laughs) He and I established an incredibly close bond very quickly. I was always around him, always playing with him, just holding him. The most important thing to me was to make sure that he felt loved, he felt appreciated, and that he knew he was cared for. I hoped so much that through our support and love for him, he was going to grow up as someone who was confident in who he was and was able to feel secure in life. (laughs) This episode just makes me want to share so many pictures that we've took over the years just to show how great this kid is. His first birthday, (laughs) we went all out. We paid for this really awesome cake and the theme was medieval with him being like a a prince. We even had this um, (laughs) cardboard castle thing that you could crawl in. We, we went a bit all out for that one. And there's times where like, I remember he would follow me in the yard as I was mowing the grass. And <laughs> we eventually bought him this mower that shoots out bubbles because he was just so into me mowing the grass. And so while I would mow, he would take his little mower and push it across the grass that I had just mowed. There's even a video I remember of when I'm mowing and he's just kind of like, he's around me as almost as if he's like this supervisor, making sure that I'm mowing the grass to his standards. The first Christmas that he had where he was actually kind of aware of what was going on was so much fun. His face when he came out of the bedroom that morning and the excitement of opening gifts and his his little Thomas the train pajamas. There's a picture of him opening a gift and he's just like realizing what it is and he's excited and he looks back at me and I'm looking at him. And in this picture, we're both making this face and it's just, just a perfect example of how close we were even back then. He is such a good kid, just very funny and goofy, smart and excitable about so many things. He does seem to have a bit of my sensitivity to things, which kind of scares me. Well, I think that this sensitivity can help him be such a great and positive impact to people, as I do think that it helps make you empathize better with others. It helps you care for others and establish deep, meaningful connections. But I'm just terrified that I'm going to ruin this sensitivity that he has by being a parent that hurts him, a parent that destroys his concept of love and tears down his identity and confidence. It's important for me to not show him a mentality of hiding your feelings, repressing yourself, and having such high expectations on yourself to where you hate yourself for even the smallest failures. And the thing is, like, I don't even have to be awful to him to ruin him. I, 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 just going through the trying to protect himself from me could hurt him. Because 
if I'm hiding myself, if I'm, if I'm not showing him that I'm human and that I struggle, then he could have this idea of always having to be perfect, always having to sweep things under the rug. Parenting is already so complicated enough, but I'm stuck between, between this being a great example of a well-adjusted adult while being honest with him and showing him that it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail. A good example of this kid's kindness. He played soccer earlier this year for the first time. And during one of his games, he came up to me while I was standing on the sideline. He talked about how hard it was to get the ball. And I told him, you got to be mean. You got to just get in there and take the ball away from the other team. Something like that. And he told me, no, I'm going to be nice. I mean, how do you argue with that? You know, what do you say? I love him so much. He's such a special kid who knows how to make me feel so fucking incredible. The way he gets excited when I'm around, how he's always wanting to share with me things that he's thrilled about, the way he fills me in on his power moons that he's collecting in Mario. He loves me. I can feel his love for me, which is an incredibly hard thing to accomplish. I struggle to know how to accept love, how to be loved, and yet he finds a way to break through that wall and just fills me up. His love for me is not something I deserve, but it's something I'm so thankful for. I just hope that I can do everything in my power to earn that love and make his investment in me as a dad have a return that gives him such a strong person to lean on when he needs it. (laughs) I used to joke when we were pregnant with him that he was my gift to humanity. It was a dumb joke, but his presence in the world makes it a better one. It makes it a happier one. I don't know what his life holds, and I'm not sure where he's going to end up. But he daily is giving me the best gift of all, the gift of being his father.